Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. How many bees is a swarm? Is two a swarm or three? Whatever. How many does it have to be? And I feel like seven. It's Mike Shope. How many, how many times do you have to be stung to have been swarmed? And I was like, dude, I got swarmed. I got stung only once, but I was swarmed. And the bulldog. You insist you were swarmed. There were bees, man. Like plural. Big, lots of S's. Lots of E's and S's. Bees. <laughs> that, was, that was not bees. fun. Bees. <laughs> right. That was not fun. On WGR. Hey, man, that kind of hurt. Sports Radio 550. Welcome back, everybody. The Super Bowl matchup is set. Kansas City and Philadelphia, the two one-seeds, get there. There have been less interesting Super Bowl matchups. This is a good, if not great, Eagles team that is favored in this game. Just a fabulous season, almost perfect Little wobble late with Hurts out, but they get that week off. He comes they are, back. They, they are blast really the Giants. Dynamite. They are dynamite up front, man. Yeah, like a little bit of a throwback kind of team there. Yeah. And San Francisco was in a certain way, too. So mm-hmm. that's the NFC. And then there he is again, Patrick Mahomes. There he is again, Andy Reid, uh, in the Super Bowl for the third time in four years. One seed matters a lot. The rest... Home field, I think that really, home field really manifested in the night game last night just with the calls the Chiefs got. And, you know, with the team they are. Like, that's what happens in sports. So, very tough to live with, I think, for the Bengals. Sure. And, you know, I don't know. I don't know how much different things would have been. Uh, But obviously, we we know the Bills did not get their chance to play for the one seed like they and and i we i think were together in supporting that that not happening i did not not want them to wedge that game in somehow um if it meant giving up the one seed okay you know they did get the benefit of having the potential to go play at a neutral site um if they had made it to the game to play against kansas city um but you know tough you know the way the way the year went like they just one one too many obstacles in their way and one of them ended up being that really mattered like they they weren't going to be home for the entirety although that's you know harder to swallow now because they lost at home anyways but nonetheless the week off maybe could have helped really could have helped this team especially like if guys were talking about being out of gas getting that break that kansas city got might have been really beneficial to them but we'll never know here's jake with us hi jake how you guys doing okay jake thank you Go ahead, Jake. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to bring up a point. Uh, I hear a lot of people talking about uh, how the Kansas, how Kansas City has like their like different types of targets, and the Bills like everyone's trying to focus on the Bills need a slot receiver, a guy who can find and fit into a zone and open up. 
And I, I, it seems like they're missing a point here when it comes to like we have Stephon Diggs, who is an exceptional route runner. And you look at Kansas City, I would say their exceptional route runner is like uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, but then we don't have like that big man. Like I know Gabe Davis is trying to fit into that role sometimes, but I don't think we give him the opportunities to it. And if you look at the Eagles, for a sense, they have, the, they have A.J. Brown, who can make those types of contested catches and be a big red zone threat. I don't think we have a red zone threat. I don't see us having a real speed guy to uh, open up the defense. And so we can open up that playbook. And I just I just hear a lot of talk about finding that like slot guy like we have trying to get back Cole Beasley and whatnot. But it seems like we're missing a point where it's we need different types of weapons. I mean, yeah, I see that's where it comes from. Yeah, I, I think you're making a lot of good points. Yeah, I think when when, you know, um, you know, dial it back to even last weekend, but certainly looking at the four teams that were left playing yesterday and look at the skills on the teams and you know the bills are those aren't really even close to those teams like Diggs is as good as anyone on the list of receivers but after that everybody else has got second and third options that are way more accomplished than anything on the bills roster um, you know, I mean, San Francisco's got their guys. We just talked about Philly. Um, you know, yeah, they're this grinded out mean sort of team, but they've got uh, Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown and Goddard if you want them. Um, I do. You know, what's that? I do. You do, yes. You He's should. nice. He's good. Yeah, sure. Um, and, and then, you know, the teams, you know, maybe Kansas City is the, is the, is the, is the least accomplished, at least for this point as far as, like, what what guys have done I and mean, they've got kelsey who's unreal but the other guys are all sort of just sort of being fit in there right they scrambled to get uh valdez scantling and um um juju smith schuster to replace tyreek hill um and those guys aren't on a, on that level in my opinion anyway but kelsey just sort of makes it all work but the Bengals, of course have got i mean an, almost an embarrassment of riches like higgins would be a number one receiver on i think you know, a, a, quite a few teams in the league. Kelsey really is amazing. And it looks so easy. This was another conversation we had last night watching the Chiefs, and many people have had it watching them. How does it work so easily? One play early in the game, and how about his laterals, by the way? I'm not even sure this wasn't one of the two lateral things that was so weird. But... We're going to have to talk with Sam Monson about those because he was very critical of the, of the uh, ability to not make the rugby pass. Yeah, the time he tried it, it didn't go yeah. that well. And then he, Sam, thought the second one's an easy touchdown if he, you know, makes the throw. makes the yeah. pat right. But just like these patterns that Cincinnati, their their secondary is moving around at the time of the snap, and that's probably right away to Kansas City's advantage. They're not set. And Kelsey just runs this little drag route, and somebody else goes in behind him, and the safety goes over there, and then he's just alone, like just. Mm-hmm. It's just incredible. I mean, he can do it all. He can make tough catches, too. But so many times with Kelsey, it's just like eight yards downfield, and he catches the ball. He's almost standing still. Yards after the catch happened because he's not being covered. He's just he's right. able to stand still when he catches the ball and start to run, and he doubles the amount of the gain, say. Like, just so many of these plays, how does it happen that way? Yeah. Coaching. 
So and good. Even, and even if he's being covered, his touchdown yesterday was, you know, they exploited single coverage there. And it's just, the, you know, the guy wasn't in terrible position necessarily, but Kelsey's just so big. If that ball is thrown on the right side, which it was, of him, he's just, you're not getting, to, you're not getting there. <laughs> I'm just going to stab. I got position on you. I, here we are. We're under the basket. My rebound. It's just nice, it, you know, as easy as you can get. And the way he and Mahomes work together, it just, uh, well, it's nothing new to anybody who watches the league, but it's almost unfair. Jay is next. Hello, Jay. Hey, how you doing, guys? Um, Mike, you took the word out of my mouth. Easy. And I don't know what it is. Maybe my eyes have just opened up because I'm not so focused on the Bills and just watching football. But, my God, what struck me last night and what makes me, I think, panic a bit now as a Bills fan is seeing just how easy that Chiefs offense in particular moved last night. I mean, they got like five or six guys that are getting the ball, making big plays, whether it's a swing out to the number 10 running back whose name is escaping me right now. You've got Tony. You've got McKinnon. You've got Spalding and Juju. And then forget Kelsey. Like you said, Mike, he just seems to find himself open every damn time. And I look at the Bills, and I'm like, okay, I know we got Josh Allen, and I, I, I appreciate his skill. But unless it's Diggs, I, I, I'm finding that it's just Josh Allen hero ball. And more importantly, the reason why I was talking about easy is what? how many times did we say this year the Bills' offense always just seemed to make things hard, right? Third and two, we're throwing a 50-yard bomb. Third and four, we're, like, running five yards behind the scrim- uh, line of scrimmage. I just don't, you know, I know it's a few days after what happened. I'm going to calm down, but I, I'm feeling more um, disillusioned right now than I have in the last three or four years, and I, I don't know how to change that unless Bean can start finding these guys later in the draft who can make an impact. All right. Hey, do you ever play Mastermind? <laughs> no. No? Do you, know, do you know what it is? No, tell me. Wow. No, don't don't you don't want right, to tell you. It just won't wanted. make any sense. You're <laughs> I think he made it up. Tell me, I, I, I need to know. Tell me. I, I, I will. I, I'm taking an informal poll, <laughs> which appears to be that no one knows what Mastermind is because you made it up. Because I don't even know why. Like this is an iconic <laughs> board game. Iconic. Absolutely yes. You're getting you're getting information here from trusted sources who've never heard of it, and you're busting out iconic. Well, it's sample size. I mean, uh, yes. There's a reason why it's still on shelves. Oh, wait, I set myself up for no one bought it. Uh, No, there's a reason why they're still producing Mastermind for decades. It's still on shelves. It's not like Monopoly where there's like, oh. Shelves. Every shelf. shelves you're talking about? Are these shelves in, finger quotes, stores? Yes. Who goes to stores? I do. (laughs) And you should, too, and you should not talk like that. I go to stores a lot because I'm buying gifts for my friends' kids. That's what it is. <laughs> That's when I'm in the big store is when Julius or Garnet has a birthday party and right. we need to buy something <laughs> for their friends, which so is bare, we're just hanging on to those things often being in the toy department. Yep. So uh, then, and you know, these big they stores. They have gift cards yet for the kids. Sometimes. <laughs> but we you know, like to put a little effort into it sometimes yeah, if, I, if I have time. That's admirable. These big stores have big game sections. There's also the the tremendous Buffalo games, too, by the way. Uh, So, yeah, big into games. And Mastermind, well, it might even get drafted if we had a games draft. It might even be drafted. It's still out there. You're saying it's still out there. Okay. My father and I, we played backgammon when I was a kid together, and we played this. 
and we would play Mastermind even without the, the game with us. Because you don't really need the game. You just need, you know, it's four, It's a sequence of four colors, and you guess the four out of six. There are six available colors, uh-huh. and you guess four. And, you know, we would just do R for red, O for orange, et cetera, for the colors on a piece of paper. He'd be driving. I'd be writing out, you know, whatever, my guesses on a piece of paper. And he'd write B for black, W for white, if there were right place, wrong so, place. So, so I, just, I just want to make sure I've, I've got this yes. got this right. Yes. So this this board game that you are describing as iconic is not even required to play the game. <laughs> well, it's so good. Just like chess or something, it's so mm. good where you could draw the board and then, mm. you know, I see. yeah, right. Seems like that would hurt sales. I, you you're saying that's it. not a good. That's a like a knock against it. Is that I, you don't even need the game to play the game? I I I think yes, that's exactly. Mm. I, I, I'm. I mean, it came to mind, so it's just like the next thing that made sense for me to say. I'm not sure if I entirely believe it, but I I, I think it's it probably hurt sales. <laughs> hurt sales. That's so funny. Here's Mark with us. Hi, Mark. Hey, how are you guys doing? Fantastic. Thank you. Good luck trying to get kids these days to sit down and play board games. Oh, we do it all the time in my house. Yes. Oh well, you're yes. maybe. Here's how. Maybe here, the he, he, here's you. the trick, Mark. Here's the trick. I very benevolently go sit down and play this, <laughs> and they do. It's great. So they still do. They still actually do that when I talk like that. It's amazing. Oh, there you go. All right. Well, now I've lost my train of thought. Oh. Um, well, I I just have a an observation. Um, don't want to bring up the 13 seconds, um, and I am not advocating for McDermott's job um, at all. But I was uh, rewatching. Um, I had a frame freeze on my cell phone and my pictures of the uh, one of the last plays in that 13 seconds. And there wasn't anybody in the frame on the defense that was up, you know, within 10, 15 yards of the receivers who were going to ultimately cost us the game. And after that, everyone was talking about how he was going to learn from that experience. And then I had rewatching the game, and I was uh, actually took another picture. Uh, it was fourteen to seven. Bengals were driving, and they needed uh, it was third and maybe four. Mm-hmm. And again, uh, the defensive backs were so far off the line that they weren't even the same. Like they weren't even on the TV screen. And I'm like, boy, you really heard from that thirteen seconds. And of course the. Uh, the team went on to get a first down. I mean, they ended up kicking a field goal, but um, it just sometimes it makes you wonder. Uh, so that was my observation. The question I had for you, gentlemen, um, I, I watched several of the podcasts, and there's a few people on on YouTube that actually sound like they know what they're talking about. They've got they've got me fooled, anyways. One of the observations that they were making on the defense, and I was wondering if you guys could either confirm or call it hogwash, whatever you decide. Um, they were saying that throughout the year, throughout the season. The defense from the same set would would run about five different uh, plays off the same set, and you didn't see a whole lot of busted coverages. You didn't see a whole lot of confusion. You saw guys flying around. They and I, I thought that the defense just absolutely did not come up with a game plan to challenge Cincinnati, and they're claiming that the the defensive calls off that one set that was typically five throughout the season. They overly complicated, and they had up to 15 different calls that they could play right before or, or at the snap. 
and they their observation was and the way they were explaining it was they were they were paralyzed by by trying to figure out all these different options that they had and there was blown coverages guys wide open the whole thing and it was a result of way more complicated than it was during the season i i hope i explained that right and i was just wondering if you guys uh, I mean, I don't want to say no football well enough to know if these guys, these guys are accurate or if that's completely nonsense. Mm, all right, thanks, Mark. Yeah, I, I, I don't. Um, I'm not familiar with the breakdowns that you are describing, um, so I, 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 I don't know. Uh, you know, it it makes sense that that if you're looking for an explanation for why, you know, that so many things seem to go wrong against Cincinnati. Um, but I don't know, like, for, for an example, a blown coverage on the Hayden Hurst touchdown from the game. Um, you know, is, is that confusion about what, I, what my responsibility is? Or is it just simply, this looks like a pass in the flat to Jamar Chase. I better get there. Oh, like, I, I don't know. <laughs> you know, like, those two things are not the same thing, but the, the result was the same. Um, you know, like three men all took steps towards Jamar Chase and watched Hayden Hurst run past them wide open into the end zone. So I don't know. Is that because they had too many choices <laughs> or just they were, you know, tricked by a fake? Yeah, see, this is where my argument that the Bills had the wrong shoes on for this game takes a hit because the shoes really didn't affect that. No. The footing, that was really not a – both touchdowns, Chase first and then Hurst, were not a question of uh, somebody slipping or anything. They were right, just, you take that step in pristine conditions, you're cooked. The guy's yeah. by you, that's it, he's open, and, you know, I might listen to you, you got a, a better chance of recovering in, in ideal conditions, but still, the guy's open. Let's go to Angelo next. Hi, Angelo. Hey, guys, I just wanted to – answer the poll about masterminds i've definitely played it we have the modern day version we play with our kids they absolutely love it when wordle came out i said to myself this is this is masterminds with words yes right yes pretty much you don't you have no clues you have to guess it we still play it okay thank you uh Thank you for that. Uh, sounds it call. sounds it sounds it sounds uh, it sounds great. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's not great. I know you mean that. It's not great. I'm sorry. I meant to say it sounds it's, amazing. It's fine. It's fine. It sounds transcendent. I don't even know why I picked Mastermind the other day. It's just my wife and I had a little time on Saturday, and like, you want to play a game? Yes. Lately, we've been, we've been playing a little bit of cribbage, which I think probably makes me sound ninety. Yeah. But she used to play cribbage with her grandfather All when right. she was young. Uh, younger, I meant. Good job. And there. Valentine's. I noticed that. Yeah. A- and um, I used to play a little bit just like on an app because I kind of like it. Okay. I, my, what, my kids are into games, but they're not card games. And I feel like that's a that's a whole. That, that's I failed a little bit. And when my son might have been like in kindergarten or first grade, I, I taught him blackjack. And, you know, because that's a game I knew, and it's pretty easy, right? Mm-hmm. Just, like, mm-hmm. I, we had the poker chips out, so we could sort of pretend to 
well, this I'm really telling this on the. He's like six or seven years old. Sure. And we're playing. And then he went to school and he taught his friends how to play blackjack. And I found out from like a teacher that okay, we have a little bit of a situation here uh, in our second grade class. <laughs> yeah, the right. kids are playing blackjack, and Julius, it's your fault. Julius has got one of those visors on with like the colored yes. lid. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so it's a little bit of a thing here. We've got we've earned uh, we're in a spot because you have taught basically yeah. my class how to play blackjack, and you know you should. We can't undo that, but not that's great. not that's not that bad. When Owen was six, I taught him how to smoke. Yes, yes. What what is going to really hit home here um, is if I if I remember to bring this mastermind conversation to my family's attention. And one of them goes and finds the game. <laughs> and it turns out we have it, and I just blacked it out completely. <laughs> it's possible. I, it, it's possible we had the game in our past, and it's gone because we've got we've just given a lot of stuff away uh, over the years as they've gotten older. But like, I, I wonder if I just because it sounds completely unfamiliar to me in every way. Um, but. Something about the way the last caller was describing it, I thought, like, wait a minute. Did we have that game? I just don't remember it. it everybody has Mastermind, I think. Mm. It's like 10 bucks too. It's not like one of these big... Yeah. It's not a Settlers or a... What? One of these games that's like $35 or something. It's just sort of cheap and simple. Anyway, that's uh, that's that. So... So, it's the off-season. The Bills have needs. Last year, we didn't really talk like they had needs. This year, I think we kind of all think they do. So, what about it? Where do they go wrong, if that's the right way to put it? And then, what do we do next? Chris Trapasso, one of our go-to guys when it comes to prospects, the draft, builds, these kind of conversations, joined us earlier. We'll have that for you next. Chris Trapasso is local from CBSSports.com. Mike Shope and the Bulldog, WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 